Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today end of day report. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Thursday the 9th of June and what a day probably some will want to forget. We did see the ASX 200 fall 101.4 points to 7,019.7. That was down 1.4%. We opened today at 7,110.6. We had a high of 7,111.5. So that was pretty much straight after the open. And then it was all downhill from there. 7,019.7 the low. Closing on the lows. It does look like we do have some end of year tax loss selling combined with the wobbles continuing in the bank stocks which once again we saw the big bank basket taking a bad hit the big bank basket was down 2.6 percent to 167 spot 72 it was only a week or so ago it was trading around 188 190 dollars so that is a big big fall so far for that index uh, that amounts to a a 12% fall from its recent highs. We had CBA down 2.6% today, NAB down 2.3%, Westpac still very much in the naughty corner, down 3.7%, ANZ down 2.3%, so no respite for the banking sector. But it was somewhat confined to the big four. Macquarie was only down 0.3% of a percent, the ASX was unchanged pretty much. And we saw Magellan up 2.2% on the back of clarification of Hamish Douglas coming back to the company as a consultant later this year, but no effective input into other matters for the company. But certainly the Magellan looking to consult Hamish from time to time on macro matters. We saw the insurers under a little bit of pressure, QBE down 0.7%, Suncorp down 1.2% at uh, the close today. So that was enough uh, to put the market well and truly in the negative. 33 points of the index's 101.4 was those big four banks. Looking across to the industrial sector, a little bit of weakness pretty much across the board, with the exception of CSL, which was up 0.3%. Sonic down 1.7%. Qantas not having a great day today, down 4.1%. Stories in the media today that Qantas is having problems uh, filling positions for ground staff and actually asking some of their uh, middle management office staff to work in airports with uh, baggage loading and things like that. So not a good look for Qantas, which seems to be struggling a little bit with staffing levels. Telstra fell 0.8 of a percent. We saw West Farmers continuing to slip down another one percent there, and GMG Goodman Group down 1.7 percent. REITs all under pressure as the 10-year yield pushing up to 3.58% today. Tech stocks also under pressure. Zero down 2.6. Wise Tech down 3.1. And the All Tech Index falling 1.3%. The only tech sector that did okay today was the much whacked about the head buy now pay later stocks with Zip unchanged remarkably. Sezzle was actually up 7.5%. And we had Square doing better up 0.2 of a percent. But Resources also managed to join in the carnage today just to uh, make the bifurcation story not really a happening thing today. BHP fell 2.4%. That was 17 index points alone. 
Rio down 1.2, Fortescue down 0.3 of a percent, South 32 tumbling 3.1 percent today, and we did see rare earths and lithium back under pressure. Linus down 6.2, IGO down 3.7, Mineral Resources down 4.2, and Pilbara down 5.4 percent. So once again, seeing that pressure on the lithium and rare earth space. Gold miners also coming off. Newcrest down 2.1% and Northern Star down 2.9%. Over in the energy complex, Woodside did well, up 1.9%, but the rest of them a little bit easier. Santos down 1.1%. We saw Yankol fall 3.3%. Stanmore Resources, a coal company, had a nasty old day today. They were down 11.6%. And we also saw Syrah Resources as well in trouble They were down 10.1%. They have some security issues in Mozambique to be concerned about. In corporate news today, we saw John's Ling Group, JLG. They came out and reaffirmed guidance, and this stock has been under some pressure for some time. It didn't help them on the guidance front. Stock was down another 5.5% today. That one has had a mighty big fall from grace at one stage, it was $9.20 back in uh, not that long ago, in the middle of April, around Easter time. It's now $5.36 closing today. So not a good day for John Ling Group. In uh, economic news, banks and economists now rushing to downgrade their GDP forecast for everywhere. OCD and uh, the World Bank and everybody else in between, CBA, Jumping on the bandwagon today and the AMP talking property prices, interest rates, recessions, GDP, etc. Doom and gloom everywhere from banks and economists. Hardly a surprise then that we did see that uh, big bank basket down 2.6%. In the winner's enclosure today, we had 5EA, which is 5E Advanced, Having a good day today, up 4.5%. We had Mader Group up 3.9%. MAD OFX had a good day today. That's a foreign exchange platform, 3.7%. GQG Partners also having a good day, 3.6%. Baby Bunting, BBN also having a good day, up 3.6%. Maybe that stock is a little bit inflation proof. Maybe if you can't go out and spend money, there are other things on your mind. LaVisa also having a good day, 3.5% better. And Parenti Global up 3.5% as well. In the naughty corner today, we had Stanmore Resources, coal stock down 11.6%. Has been on a bit of a tear recently, uh, but today it all came to a grinding halt, as they say. It had uh, hit uh, a high of $2.70. It had been going up in a straight line uh, from around... A dollar back in February, but now the reckoning came. Two dollars forty-three at close tonight. Syro Resources, Mozambique issues down ten point one. Sayona Mining, Sayonora or Sayona uh, was down nine point seven percent today. Bowen Coal, another coal stock down eight point nine seven percent. Lake Resources in the lithium space down eight point six percent. Red Five down eight percent. GMA down eight point. 3% as well. So no good news around at all, really. Positive sectors? Well, nothing was positive today. There were no sectors that really stood out as positive. CSL, uh, slight positive, and aristocrat positive, 
up a nearly a percent. But apart from that, it was one-way traffic, negative sectors, everything else. We have the ECB, of course, in focus this afternoon, this evening, as we head into European trade. That is going to be very important to see what Christine Lagarde has to say about interest rates. We saw gold better at 25.82 in Aussie dollar terms. Bitcoin steady around 30,306. And the Aussie uh, 10-year yield back, well, higher, 3.58%. So it's not taking any breathers at all there. One-way traffic and heading higher for that 10-year yield. Asian markets, meanwhile, we have seen a little bit of uh, mixed session there. We saw uh, Japan up 0.4%, that weaker yen still helping them. China down 0.6% and Hong Kong flat. There were some stories coming out of the media that uh, Shanghai had uh, had a few of their suburbs go back into lockdown for further testing. And that was probably the nail in the resource coffin today. Currently Dow futures down around 45 points and NASDAQ futures down around 35 points. Major movers today, LaVisa. Not sure why they had a good day today, but it wasn't on a huge amount of volume. Um, we did see 3.5% gain for them, but only 160,000 shares traded. Magellan up 2.2%. Hamish is back as a consultant at least. <coughs> and they have brought forward the day when David George starts his new job as CEO. Silex, a stock that we wrote up this week on the uranium front of things. Up 5.3% SLX, the stock code there. Talking uranium, BOE, uh, Boss Energy was up 1.6%, and a 1.6% gain in this market is not to be sneezed at. MP1, Megaport, up 2%. RAC had a good day today. Race Oncology, up 11.2%. They announced an on-market share buyback today, and they have had some uh, trial results and expansions into Europe for one of their drugs. So that's good news for them. AMA, no smash for them today. They were up 15.15%. A change in substantial holding there. As we did see, uh, IBV Capital has uh, increased its holding there. PDI, which is Predictive Discovery, had a better day today, up 5.4% to 19.5 cents. Syrah, we've talked about. SMR, we've talked about. And LRS, Latin Resources, fell 9.8% today after it presented at a North American roadshow. Speculative stock of the day. Well, to be honest, there weren't too many stocks today up on any kind of volume and any kind of decent announcements. Southern Cross Gold uh, had a better day, up 16%. No reason, but they may have some drill results in the pipeline. And we also saw a good day for Athena Resources, AHN, up 21%, just about. But again, no announcements there. Uh, 102 million shares traded for Athena. And they have had uh, an ASX speeding ticket recently as well. In the news today, Clean Away Waste Management calculates the fire at its medical waste processing facility in Victoria and a disruption cause is expected to reduce EBIT by 2 to $3 million a month. And the ACCC has outlined some preliminary competition concerns with Orizon about their proposed acquisition of OneRail. John's Ling Group updated guidance for FY22 sees EBITDA of 83 mil 
versus previous 78.7 million, which would be a 53% improvement on last year. Expects revenue of 867 million versus prior 802.4 million. And still the stock fell 5.4%. Of course, Johns Ling is very much involved in insurance work post-natural disasters. And, uh, of course, we're not short of natural disasters at the moment, or at least uh, still the um, the natural disasters that we had earlier this year. Syrah Resources reported an insurgent attack at its mine in Mozambique, 200 kilometres from its Balama site. And Magellan, we talked about, co-founder Hamish Douglas taking a consultancy role within the company. The starting date for CEO David George has been brought forward to July 19. Looks like he's got a holiday booked. From August the 8th. In economic news today, they're jumping over each other to ratchet down on their economic forecast. CBA, the latest to cut its growth outlook for the economy from 4.7% this year to 3.5%, sees the economy slowing to 2.1% next year, down from 3.1%. Still a long way from recession, though, and expects the hawkish stance from the RBA to curb inflation, but not before the headline figure hits 6.25% this year. I suspect it's going to hit more than that, but we'll see. The AMP expects the increase in energy prices to add 1% to headline inflation, with a peak of 7% in the September quarter. Also forecasting that the trim mean inflation, which is the RBA's preferred measure, will hit 5.5% in the last quarter of this year. Over in Asia, we do see uh, Chinese authorities talking about closing down some parts of Shanghai to do some testing. Chinese coal imports fell on weak demand and Chinese exports grew. This was some good news, but it didn't really help the market. Chinese exports grew at a faster pace in May than the previous month as COVID disruptions to production and logistics eased. Exports in US dollars grew nearly 17% in May from a year earlier, accelerating from April's 3.9%. Imports rose 4.1% after staying unchanged in the previous month. That was above expectations as well. In European headlines, it is going to be all about the ECB today. European markets expected to open around half a percent lower. In the UK now, it costs around £100 to fill up the average car with petrol. And we have seen SEC Chairman Gary Gensler said the agency is considering requiring brokerage to route I think that's the right word. Individual, individual investors' stock orders into auctions. And Twitter is sharing its data with Musk as it presses ahead with the vote on the $44 billion deal. But it is all about Christine Lagarde today and what the ECB will be doing with rates and pulling back on quantitative easing. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening and have a great evening. <laughs>